This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle's all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. Yeah, and we love talking about sex and sexuality and sexual pleasure and couples and communication and hope our discussions about will help open up your dialogue about great sex because... Great sex matters and you deserve it. So, is one of your New Year's resolutions to lose weight? Well, join the club. This is the most popular resolution every year. However, if you've resolved to add more sex into your life, don't think you're alone because you're not. Most people don't admit it openly and it's probably the second most popular resolution out there. Who doesn't want to have more sex? But what if you could lose weight and get more sex into your life? At the same time, well, stick around because we've got an amazing show lined up for you with two very interesting guests who've written a book based on a real-life experience that they did last year that contributed to a spectacular weight loss of 60 pounds in 150 days. And we're excited to introduce our guests. We have Jacques Mioff and Anya Nies, who are the authors of the book, The Blowjob Diet, an inspirational guide. And they're keeping their identity private, which helps them, I guess, to and be free to share all the intimate details of their sexual adventure that they've had, tell all the details in their book. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having Thank us, Carol. So you guys uh, were at the sex show a few months ago. We met you there, and we loved your story about uh, your blowjob diet project and experiment. And of course, you know we're all about the village, and we love promoting sex positive and initiatives and everything that helps people to spice up their sex life and live happy, healthy, and horny. Now, before we get into the details of the book, why don't you tell us a little bit about your backstory, about who you are, how you met, and how long you've been together, and that and that you're not holding us hostage here. <laughs> Well, we can do that role-playing if you want later, but we've known each other since college. We've been, we know each other for maybe five plus years, and we are also co-authors. We worked on some projects together, and I've noticed he had all these weight loss attempts and failed miserably. And we were co-workers, and so we never considered each other as, as sexual partners, and we were working on a project and uh, decided at one time, it was like, okay, well, what's going to be our next project? And it sort of morphed from there. Well, you obviously had a very interesting co-worker relationship now that you've put together this blowjob diet project. Yeah, on the co-worker side... I never, with Anya, I knew, knew her for a long time, but never knew what was sort of going on in her head. And a lot of times I was like, well... Well, it was mainly because we were working. We were strictly work. I did not want to reveal anything about my sexual history or my sexual past. So I was like, hey, this is, I see you every day. We work. I leave, go home, fuck other people, and then see you again the next day, do work. So what kind of sex life did you have before you guys got together into this project? Well, before him, I was very sexually active. Random hookups pretty much every night. With very sexual, sexually active. I enjoy sex. I love sex. I love oral and everything that was with it. The little bond you create with that random person. And then to the next guy the next night. And Jacques Mioff, what was yours like? Mine was more... Uh was based in in like sort of longer term relationships and so then when I had the problems as far as with weight I gained a lot of weight and I was looking at it was creating problems for me being in a relationship and I actually talked to Anya and I said well I'd like to lose some weight and I'd been trying a number of different diets and uh, I said to her we we're joking and I said you know I'm really motivated by sex but unfortunately there's no diets based on sex and then I'm like I love to give blowjobs so this is like we should work something out and do an experiment and see how far we get with it but, and record but, it but something that doesn't make sense here. If you're giving him the blowjob, aren't you doing the work? See, I don't consider that work. I consider <laughs> I'm very passionate. How is that going to help him lose weight if you're doing the work? Well, you see, we set up some rules and some guidelines. The rules were you have to eat healthy, and when you eat healthy, reward will be a blowjob. If you fail to eat healthy, blowjob diet's over, no more. 
Sayonara. Goodbye. And that was probably the most <laughs> difficult thing because I had been joking with a, a family member before and I said uh, said to them, I'd never heard a guy say, you know what, I'm getting too many blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I love receiving them, but it's always difficult to find someone who is interested in always giving them. And in a relationship, it's difficult because you don't want to be the person who's always, you know, asking, oh, I'd like a blowjob, I'd like a blowjob. But here, it turned out to be a so, reward system. And more was like, I have to ask him to give the blowjob. And he'd be like, well, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, but yes. <laughs> so, so, Anna, you were very open sexually yes. before you got into this. Um, what about you, Jacques? Were you out there playing the field, booty calls? I know you were saying you were into longer-term relationships. But, you know, those take work and time and effort. And now, you know, with Tinder and stuff like that, you can find what you want when you want any day. Why wouldn't you just get him blowjobs then? Well, I think the, the biggest difficulty is on the on the blowjob side is I always was looking for not a connection, but I was looking for someone that I could communicate with. And what I found is when you're doing something with Tinder or whatever, you're meeting the person for the first time, everything's new, and it's very hard to open up that line of communication. Got it. And what happened with Anya, I'd known Anya for so many years where we had been co-workers that we already had a communication on a professional level, and then it was you know looking at that as on a personal, interpersonal, sexual relationship. Well, it seems that you guys were friends while you were co-workers and you were even able to talk about your intimate uh, fantasies of losing weight and then how you wanted to lose weight. So I think that you had a great relationship to start off with and this was just the culmination of all those years of knowing each other and coming to this point. So whose idea was it the very first moment that it came out? Well, I think it was both of our ideas. Mutual decision because, yeah. well, like he mentioned before, we discussed what motivated him, and he mentioned sex, and I said, "Well, I love blowjobs, so like, why don't we combine the two together, create a reward system, and you stick to those guidelines and see how far we get, and we track it every day." And and what happened was when we sat down, we're sort of looking at a project that we could work on and do together, and this sort of morphed into a project that was a daily project that we could work on, and not only as an experiment, but also we. We kept track of everything to see there were things that when we first came into it we didn't understand right and that sort of developed from there so both of you are co-authors of the book correct yeah and what were the very first expectations if you started out what were your expectations well I'm gonna tell you something on the expectation <laughs> side oh, okay. <laughs> on day one I have had a number of blowjobs and on day one I went I exercised I ate healthy and I was like okay Anya's like okay it's time for your blowjob and it was kind of an awkward thing because we'd known each other for a number of years. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like the first testing the water. Like, okay, how describe a little. Where were you when this happened, the very first one? We were in my college <laughs> dorm. Okay, okay. Typical. <laughs> and, uh, I was lying on the bed, I was half off the bed, and I got my knees, and I'm like pulling off his pants and getting into it. And within not even a minute of doing the blowjob, he's like, uh, can you bring it down to a two? And I'm like, what? Oh, I, I was like, like that. <laughs> to explode? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, on... I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, 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 I've never been. I never had feedback on anything and blowjobs and I was always wondering, am I really that good? I thought I was all right. I'm like, yeah, I'll suck your cock, whatever. It's okay. But he was the first one getting feedback, and with his cock still in my mouth, I was like, oh, what? Like, what? Oh, okay. So I was kind of confused and taken back. By but that's it. good communication. Oh, and, and oh, that's yes, it was. Uh, that's the one thing we learned on the communication side was is that. Prior, previously, whenever I received a blowjob, there was no communication during the act. But here, I actually stopped her and I said, "Can you bring it down to a two? And the I reason do, on the blowjob scale, two is very low. Uh, two is two is low, <laughs> but because she was really good, and I was like, "Whoa, this is something I have never experienced okay. before." Wow. And on the feedback side afterwards when we discussed it that was one of the things that we realized is that you never give feedback with a person that you're having sex with right and we talk about that all the time how important it is to communicate while you're having sex and we're, we're going to get into why you decided to write the book in a second but communication is, is so key and even couples when they're together it's so important to tell your partner faster slower harder softer and us being swingers yeah, you know when, we fuck, when we fuck other people other partners you want it to be a great experience yeah. 
but you've never been with that partner before. So if someone's going down on Carol, he doesn't know necessarily what I know about what's good but for I her. But I gotta tell you, I've never told someone to d download, no, downgrade it to a two. That's not been my line. It's just like, and how did you feel when you heard that? Like, oh, bring it to a two, and you're like, well, I would think right away is, oh, you don't want to come very fast. Like, you want it to last. I would take that yeah. as a compliment that you want it to last. Oh, great, well, you know. On the like, on the what? two, I was explaining to her, okay, your blowjob skills are like you were doing a fifteen or sixteen. I'm used to getting a two or three, uh -huh. and that's been my life. And so when she was going at it, I was like, whoa, whoa, this is incredible. At that point, I was thinking, I don't know if I can handle this blowjob diet. Right, right. <laughs> Interesting. Exactly. So, so let's get into this blowjob diet. So you started the process of the project, the experiment, with the goal of writing this book in mind or you started doing this and then while you were going through the process of all the different uh, blowjobs and, and exercises you said ah let's do a book what, what was the, the, the process here? it was it was essentially we decided let's do a book and based on can we do this because most people are like I, I would love to have blowjobs I would love to but I never get them and so we thought let's write it basically keep track of our experience of what happens and we started right from the beginning pretty right much yeah right i think the first blowjob was the first writing so did you keep a diary every day you wrote in the diary blow how you felt what you said yes yeah. there you go. and that's really what you're sharing did with the, the pages world. ever get sticky <laughs> you know what i don't let a drop escape my mouth carol's like that too there's never waste a drop come in my pussy come in my mouth but yeah. none of it's getting wasted right. i think i just exactly. like i grip i try to like get it like a ketchup bottle. I'm trying to get the yeah. last drop oh, out nice. and, and it's obviously uh, not in a hurry way but I get the last drop out and like even maybe 10 minutes later I just go back at it I, but even when we're fucking and, and I come in her pussy yeah. she pulls it out after and she wants to suck it to make sure that there's nothing wasted and it's very hot mm -hmm. especially after the tip of your cock is very sensitive it's wonderful I love, I love it it, it just yeah. tastes amazing yeah. Yeah. It tastes, every, sure. every experience I had it tastes amazing for me and I'm like you know what like what's the point of spinning it's just a waste I so like you guys are colleagues you're co-workers you decide to do this project together and I heard you talking when we were speaking earlier about the athlete coach relationship that yeah. you decided that that's the best way to approach it tell us a little bit more about that well of course he's the athlete and the coach and the coach in this in this in the outside world the coach is motivating the athlete kind of encouraging him to do his better teaching him ways kind of guiding him away and as the coach right now for the blowjob diet I'm kind of like suggesting and maneuvering things so I'm not telling him to do something I'm making them merely making a suggestion because it's a have to and a want to kind of mentality like if you're gonna tell someone you have to eat healthy you have to do this it's kind of like you're forcing someone to do something they don't want to do and you're less likely to do it right if you're like well if you make the suggestion you might go maybe I want to do this maybe I have the desire to do it so motivating the desire yes, yes. that's what you're doing and on the have to want to side we found out early on that the difference between have to and want to is if you think about when someone nags and says you got to do this you got to do this and actually my coach here developed certain words techniques to techniques. just get him to do what I felt was best for him okay. <laughs> so on that side one of the techniques was if I was doing something that was going against the goal as far as if I was doing something for example not drinking enough water okay so then the coach would say you know it's really sexy when you're hydrated oh, it just turns cool. me on so much and he'll just drink water but oh, oh my god that's so sexy oh, and continue fun. with that <laughs> what we found is that would associate that this is sexy this is something that's positive this is going to lead to my blowjob later on and it basically reinforces it as so being if positive he's eating chips you would say oh my god that's just not sexy yes that's turning Please. me off. It's turning well, me it's off. Put like, those chips away, and then when the fruit comes out, you say, "Oh, I love when that juice is going down your face." And it's also the fact that face. if he's eating the chips, he doesn't get the blowjob. Right. So oh, it's like chips, blowjobs, chips, blowjobs. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. where the weighing factor is. Uh -huh. That I know I can go out and buy a bag of chips anytime, right. but to have a blowjob every not a blowjob it's been sometimes more than blo one blowjob. Okay. Day. But I weigh it and I go, okay, you know what? That is not. That has negative consequences to it. This has so many positive consequences that it's it's a it's a no-brainer choice. All right, so just hang on for a sec. We're going to remind everybody this is the sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we're talking with Jacques Mioff and Anya Nees. Their pen names and their authors of the Blowjob Diet, an inspirational guide. It's time for a short break, and when we come back, we're going to get into the details of how the Blowjob Diet really works. You 
are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. This segment of our show is sponsored by... Rose of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket, which is now available on thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex matters, and it can only happen when you're truly relaxed and comfortable. Maximize your orgasms and just let go, while the Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket ensures your sheets stay dry no matter how wet it gets. Yep, and the Throws of Passion Pleasure Blanket is made of a revolutionary new Cool Touch Naked Fleece technology, which offers enhanced moisture management while providing an ultra soft playscape. The blanket is big enough to cover a king size bed, but light enough to fold up small for travel, and it's machine washable. And you can buy your very own Throws of Passion Pleasure Blanket by going to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, Throws of Passion page. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Today, we're talking with Jacques Mioff and Anna Nies. Anna Nies. authors of The Blowjob Diet, an inspirational guide to weight loss. Now, it's time to get into the nitty-gritty of the project and experiment. Okay, so we want some real down-and-dirty details. Talk to us about the day two of your experiment. How did it continue going, and how you felt, and where did you get from there? I think pretty much after day one, in which we had you know, a half-hour discussion afterwards, after the first blowjob, explaining that I was really impressed with her blowjob skills. I was like, okay, I want to continue this program. And I was like, well, can you can you sacrifice all the junk food you're eating and maintain a healthy lifestyle and for a blowjob? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah I, could, I could totally do that. So then we go, okay, so we came to an agreement. We came to, like I said before, we have the, the rules and the guidelines for it. And if I said, if you don't follow it, it's done. One flip, you're done. So as much as he loved you sucking his cock, yeah. how is his cock? Has he got a nice cock? got a great cock. Ooh. Oh, it's real. It's how do I describe it? It's like okay. Let me go into de- like detail. Detail. That's what we want. No, I think she wants it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great color. It's actually average, just above average size. Good girth. Um, it has like a nice like mushroom tip to it, and it just like slides right into my mouth perfectly. It just it's like your cock was made for my mouth essentially. We, we actually measured her mouth. Okay. Okay. You have the <laughs> and it was the right dimension. <laughs> Very cool. Now. It's great that you're getting blowjobs. You know, you're motivated to eat better because you're getting a blowjob. But do you get turned on? Do you get off when, you know, you're giving him a blowjob? Oh, I get and, so wet. And, and <laughs> what's in it for you? Well, I, it really depends on location. We're very, like, we like to experiment and be indoors, outdoors, planes. Well, it's not planes, really, but tra- a lot of car- we do a lot of things in the car. So okay. if we're in a parking lot before, so we need to be somewhere. But, okay, well, we have this much time. Can you come within a time frame, which is really bad? Oh, pressure. Oh, pressure. There is a slight pressure to it. But it's just also the fact that, like, is if I do it, if I would give him a timeline, it might be that good. Uh-huh. Can you come with that timeline? Yeah. And I also incorporate role play, dirty talk into it. And sometimes, like, I think the car is a little, and even in parks is a little fun because we don't know who's going to come. Right. Gonna see that Not only that, but there's been times where we've been at a restaurant and she's like, you haven't had your blowjob today. And we're like sort of trying to figure out the schedule. And then she's like, looks at me. I look at her. And next thing you know, there we are in the washroom in this restaurant. Gas stations, wild okay. restaurants. And, and what if he can't get hard? That's not an issue. What do you That's not issue. Never, have you seen how I look like? Yeah, <laughs> I see. I get it. Yeah. Now, what if he eats really well two or three times in one day? Does he get two or three blowjobs? I think the most I give him blowjobs in one day was 10 to him. Oh, my God. Wow. That was, yeah. He had that, a very good day. I I, I, was, was, a, I was determined. Like, I'm going to suck your cock 10 times in one day. I'm going to start eating really, really well. <laughs> Could we be friends? Could you be my coach? <laughs> we can all be your coach. Uh, it was it was that day with the 10 and the last time I was like don't be concerned if powder comes in <laughs> now what about if he fails tell us what's the consequences that's over it's over done. that's done, done. Oh, that, now gosh, remember there's no starting no, no that all now remember when we first started this we yeah. were friends yeah and on this side it was there was no relationship nothing so it was like if you eat bad that's it it's, it's over it's wow. also the mentality is that before that he'd be like oh have one chocolate bar. One, how what can is, that hurt? Well, how can that exactly? Right. How can that hurt? But that could tell you a few times a day and a few times a week, and right. then next thing you know, you're just as you're not getting anywhere, and exactly. you're not getting anywhere. So that one slip up kind of just opens the floodgates to bring you back to your old habits because 
It takes about 21 days to kick a habit. Oh, okay. So if he's on this diet for now, 160 days. Yeah, that. And <laughs> he's on this diet for that long, and within the 21 days, he's kind of like craving these things. And after the 21 days passed, he was like, I feel like I don't want that anymore. So I don't since, even want it. Since the beginning, you've had no junk food, no chips, cool. and exactly. all the lists all, of and things it's been that difficult. are not allowed. It's been difficult because we've had events where we've gone to where it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. Okay. And there I'm standing with her, and as a coach, I'm saying, coach, I want to be following the guidelines. I want to train. I want to win. So what is it that I need to eat and whatever that's going to make me win? And I'll make suggestions of like what kind of protein eating, greens. I really think you're enjoying this control aspect that you've got in this situation. So the reward is being in control, I think. I'm qu we're both quite the dominant person, but I'm more dominant now in because I'm the coach. So I control everything with my mind and more so my mouth. And that's what's making you wet and you're oh, pussy yes. going. Because, I just love being yeah. dominant. And, and remember, like as co-workers, we were in an opposite scenario in which we were... It was like a switch. It was a switch in that I was not in control of her, but I would be giving her assignments and whatever. So it changed that dynamic. And that's why we had to establish coach and athlete uh, okay. and then sep keeping that separate from work because at work it was a different dynamic okay. and in our relationship so we've got we've got something called work love play oh i like yeah, that yes. i like that so you know because of relationship and uh, originally you, you started off as a, a co-worker relationship and now it's evolved into more you would suck his cock mm -hmm. you ate well you sucked his cock you were happy you came you swallowed fantastic but what about your pussy? Did you not have orgasms? Did he not have to or want to get you off, eat you? Um, did you guys fuck after you were giving well, blowjobs? It's, it's in, in the location where I... But, but, but think about it. In the beginning, we were co-workers and it was just the blowjob diet. But then what happened as we got into about day 30, <laughs> she was like, you know what? There have been times when I've thought about you at work in a different way. That's oh. where work, play, love. Love it. Okay. And on, that's where we started as work. Then we got into play. And on the play side, she's like, I would really like to play. And so the it went from coach and athlete, where we'd do the blowjob, to where we'd go to another level, which is basically our play level, where we play, and in that scenario, it's sex, it's uh, it's all kinds of different things. Yeah. Role play. Is so you didn't do the reverse, where you became the coach and she became the athlete. You just put that aside, and you did couple things. Yeah, correct. I guess okay. Yeah. So you went from coworker to couple play. Correct. Right. And in that side, it would alternate where there was sometimes in play where I would be the one who'd be like, okay, in role play, you know, it's I, I'm the I'm the police officer and she's the traffic. Oh, okay. And then other times. Um, other time I teach her school, there would be uh, like a daddy role play, obviously, mm -hmm. but the daddy uncle is really on. <laughs> well, <laughs> to keep your anonymity, most people can't see because we're on the radio, mm -hmm. is that you're wearing a costume and a mask here. Yeah. So I'm, dress up. I'm thinking <laughs> yes. that you like this dress up and role play yes. thing, and I'm thinking the coach and athlete was a good idea, a great way to get things started. We need to get them to come on one of our SDC trips where they can get really into theme on the yes, theme nights and for stuff. Sure. Oh, I have like a closet full of outfits, and I love shopping for lingerie and outfits and finding things online I'm always spend a couple even when I travel and I look for like trying to find home lingerie so somewhere. do you kind of feel like you've hit the jackpot here with this girl who loves to suck cock <laughs> she's supporting you 100% and you're obviously motivated enough to keep it up this is awesome now, now here's the problem <laughs> I have some friends we have mutual friends online and as we started explaining this, they're like, what? Oh, she's not real. Bullshit, she is not <laughs> real. This, you are, this is, and so she met with them, we sat down, had dinner, and the one, literally the guy was pounding the table and he was saying, there is no way this is real, there is. She's not real, this is like, you pay her to do this. Oh, funny, and that's it's like, hilarious. Hey, money's great and all, but you don't need to pay me to do this. I am more than willing, I am very willing to do it. Well, I'd have to believe for something like this to work long term, you would have to want to and yes. enjoy it just as much as he does. Now, you were talking earlier about the all or nothing. If he fell off the wagon, he's done. What were some of the other rules that you guys had with respect to place, time? Um, you guys weren't living together. How did you find time that you know you showed her or did you have to get on a scale that you know you were doing the right thing and then what if she was busy doing other things and she wasn't available that day or that time when you said I need to 
blowjob now. Well, there's this great thing called a calendar that he drilled into my head in our work days. So he would always say, schedule this, schedule that, use a calendar, because if there's no calendar, I don't know what's going on and I'll do whatever. And I'm more of like, I wake up and decide my day. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll make the change. I'll use a calendar and I'll input all the information. So then I actually literally have to like, we have to, we've, our rule is we work first. So we get the work done, complete the work, and then we do our play. And then we schedule the play and we schedule for how long we might go somewhere, we might stay indoors, might go drive to a park somewhere, and depends on what and it, the weather too. And it's, we found that a calendar is a great communication tool. And that's one of the things with the blowjob diet is it's mostly about communication. Communicating what your needs are and communicating like separation of work, play, love. Mm-hmm. And on the play side is we consider this play because on the play, we can she can put in the schedule, okay, this time we're going to do you know this interview with David and Carol. Do you want to have your blowjob before? Do you want to have your blowjob after? And I, I tell my friends about this and they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, really? I'll have my blowjob after the interview. Thank you very much. Both of you could suck my cock at the same time. Oh, that's horrible. Bukaki night in Canada. That's a great porno name. A porn name? I lo- like a porn title. I love it. I think Judy from Oasis yeah. already has that. We, we interviewed Judy from Oasis. Oh, she said that? We can't believe it all. They're going to create an evening at Oasis Aqua Lounge called Bukaki Night in Canada. Right, right. So very, very awesome. It's like a tear. So when is this? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's let's remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. This segment of The Sexy Lifestyle is sponsored by the SDC Erotic Escapade to the island of Crete in Greece, April 28th to May 3rd. If you've ever attended an SDC Takeover event, then you know what an amazing job they do creating the ultimate erotic setting. SDC has been hosting Swinger Travel events since 2006, and they showcase sexy fun couples from around the world, offering sensual theme nights, erotic pool parties, sexy playrooms. The opportunities are endless. Yeah, I think Kenya is going to fit in there really well. We have to find a way to get her to Greece. So join us in Crete, <laughs> and maybe these guys will as well, at the crossroads of Africa, Asia, and Europe. This sexy Grecian playground is an all-inclusive five-star resort where you'll experience Greek hospitality at its best. Book this SDC sescapade by checking out our website, thesexylifestyle.com, for all the details. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And we are deep in discussion with Jacques Mioff and Anya Nees, authors of The Blowjob Diet, an inspirational guide to weight loss. So let's get back into our description of those blowjobs. Do you use lube? Nope, I just, um, I spit on my hand and start, I kind of start jerking off, jerking, the, stroking the cock slowly and then with a little twist and I start role playing. Now on the twist, she does uh-huh. something called the double hander. The double handed blowjob? Yeah. With a and twist on each hand. Now that was something, again, these are all techniques and, and she just assumed these were things that everybody Everyone does. does. Mm-hmm. And I've had a number of sexual partners and this was like, wait a second, from all the sexual partners I've had, Every good thing that they've done, you sort of packaged into one package deal. That's very fun. If you've ever gone to Dr. Jess's workshops where she teaches blowjob techniques, you probably know them all, and uh, you could teach her some of those blowjob techniques you know as what? well. I probably could. I, I'll do some new things. Like, where did you learn that? Where, where, what's this? Where'd you? How did this come into play? And I'm like, I love so do you get it deep in the balls and do you he's play with very his anus? T- he's very ticklish, so I can't. And I've always tried to rim him, and, you, and just kind of like that. Was, it's, it's kind of a way that he'll fuck me harder if we're going to play uh-huh. and I'm like yeah, I'm gonna ring your asshole and then he's like no you're not and throws me over and then just starts ramming me and I'm like that's what you like and, and I, I think I think I'd get along really well <laughs> yeah. talking about rimming and all that stuff <laughs> yes and on the deep throat side oh, oh my god she tell us about that doesn't everyone deep throat no. <laughs> no, come on I'm talking to my friends and then I'm like she yeah. deep throats and they're like what she deep throats she does one every day ten times a day sometimes 
So when you measured her mouth, it's because your whole cock was right down her throat? No, we measured- I think I push more. I just try to ram my head down and stick my mouth onto his cock. Okay. And I think I'm like down here somewhere. I yeah. don't know. We started it with just one basic on your knees position. And then from talking with friends where they're like, but does she does this? And then we then, then we did 69. Then I'll do when he's sitting, when he's lying down, and the car on leaning onto the side. Over a couch. Over bent a couch, over. bent like when my head's back over a couch. Um, what else? We've done. Yeah, we've done over 60 different different so types of So in your diary, you recorded all these different positions. Yeah, and, and there's subtle things too. For example, most people, once they get into a habit or routine, they're used to the same thing over and over. So we thought, okay, well, as friends were saying, well, does she do this? And it's like, what? Well, when you're watching a movie and you're watching the movie, does she lean over on her lap and do it from the side and do a slow blow? Oh, the slow blows are fine. Okay. So you want to explain like what a slow blow is? A slow blow, just like kind of a very, like very reduced speed of a, like an intense blowjob. So you're just kind of going moving slowly, bobbing your head slowly up and down, applying like a light suction and kind of suctioning up to the tip and then going back down very slowly, back up again with suction a little bit down and you incorporate a hand. But I'm talking down. like really slow where it's just like intense and you're watching a movie and you lose your focus or whatever you're doing. <laughs> right. And this is like out of the blue. Did you know that she was going to unzip you and pull out that cock? Well, I think I'm chasing him down. Oh. To do it. And then yeah. I'm trying to go for seconds. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I was going to ask that question because this whole project was set up for you eating well and you giving him a blowjob. Mm -hmm. And now we're into this sexual experience it's not um, I, I mean it's still a coach athlete experience but I get the sense now that you love sucking cock so much that okay he ate well today but I'm gonna suck his cock anyways what happens on that day where he doesn't and you don't give him the blowjob but you still want to give him the blowjob. It's like, yeah, it's more of a punishment for me. But I realize on the other side too, is that it makes her happy. It makes me happy. And so on that side, we know the original rules were if I ate badly or didn't follow the blowjob diet, it would end and it would stop. And we would go, and we would go back from our, to our work relationship where there was nothing. And so I think for both of us, it's, it's really changed the dynamics. Yes. So I think and you've learned that being happy and healthy keeps you horny. Correct. That's what yes. we talk about all the time, happy, healthy, and horny. Who would have thought? Yeah. Job a day. And, and one of the things that's really changed too is in the beginning is that I would be fully clothed. Oh, okay. Because I was embarrassed about my body. Mm, okay. And then as I started losing the weight. More confidence came in, and then he started getting naked. And I'm like, I'm more of a CM, CMNF kind of girl. Like, I love clothed male, naked female. But then after a while, he was just getting naked. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. He's losing weight. He's happy. I'm happy that he's happy. And there's a, a real difference. A change every day. Like every time we have sex, I'm like, you, did you lose more weight without even me knowing about it? Mm. So do you weigh yourself regularly? No, well, it was one of the things that we on the the blowjob diet is that we focused on not on a daily thing of weighing yourself because your weight fluctuates. So what we focus on is on a long term where what we'll do is every so 30 so days we'll go and then I'll weigh myself and then we'll t track the progress there. Because if you're doing it on a daily basis it can be discouraging because you know number of things weight fluctuates. So but over, over 30 days what happened is we found I was consistently losing about half a pound a day over over those days. Which, which is a healthy way to yes. lose weight yes. also. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not like he's fasting or anything. I actually make his meals and prayers meals. I track the meals, how much his water he's taking. Because every time I see him, I'm like, have you eat today? What's your water like? And he'll and tell me about it. Are you hungry? And there's these a, are all signs of love that these are, this is your loving your partner, even if he was just a coworker at first, that you're taking care of him. And that's why your relationship has really grown because you really care for him. And I think I that's do. great. I guess I do care about it. Yeah. yeah. We, it was interesting because we, we talked about that, how it sort of went from work, play, to love. And we we're in a long time, we're in the play area. Mm -hmm. And the play area was, you know, communication, learning more about each other, where a lot of things that we didn't know about each other because of work. And, you know, it's finding out more things, things that she likes, things that she doesn't like. And then yeah, when a list of hard limits, for even for you, both of us, we have a list of hard limits. 
and communicating and things of, of to the core things of well, like we use safe words where it's like okay if I don't like something she doesn't like something it's red okay. so this way you know as opposed to no 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 because there's times where I'm yeah, like, when, yeah when he's like fucking me I'm like oh no 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 like as a role play but then the people other people think like oh am I hurting you am I doing right, too right. much and yes. it's like no no keep going but oh, right. safe words are very important for yeah. those kind of roles and which is very important in us you know we yeah. love foursomes and moresomes and big orgies but you have to have those those words where I'm having a good time and not having a good time I want out of here mm-hmm. or I want more let's go for round two so that, that's that's great even as a couple that you have those special words now what happened along the way that you had all this great sex you became this loving couple you've learned how to have great communication it must have been an absolute treat to sit down and start writing the book like literally writing it. Tell us about that experience. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on one thing. But, uh, <laughs> our communication. Oh, he sucks. Sh- no, your horrible <laughs> communication. I'm perfectly fine. He's okay, let's argue about it. Come on. Actually, what what we found is this: is that no relationship is perfect. Yeah. And on the writing side, we've been keeping the journal, we keep it going along, but we love to write together. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that we found with writing is that when we would write, we would write, and it was giving each other feedback. Essentially, yeah. Because you think about it, in most, in my previous relationships, how many times did you sit down with someone and say to them, <laughs> hey, guess what, you know what? I give you an A plus on that blowjob. Yeah. You gave me a report card one day. <laughs> but you know what? What you say is so, so true because Carol and I, our favorite part about swinging and about sex is the replay. Mm-hmm. So we've been um, in playrooms, we've been in orgies, we've, like I said, foursomes and moresomes, and there's so much that happens during that hour, two hour, three hour experience, experience yeah. that we always, at the end of every experience, go back to our room, go back home, and replay what we liked, what we didn't like, what we missed, um, so we can experience it next time or not experience it next time. So what you're saying is so true that you know you have your sex, now you're sitting down to write it, and it's opening up those lines of communication for you guys as a couple now, you're not co-workers anymore, about what I like, what I don't like, and things can change from one week to the next. This week I might like it this way, but next week, no, no, not so much. I wanted a different way. So yeah. keep going yeah. on that. And and one one thing that we found is there was one time where in the beginning we were always thinking what the other person, what was going in their we're mind, trying to what, satisfy each other, what the they liked. But what we found is there was times that we did things and then we we're like, I was doing that because I thought you liked it. She was doing it because she thought I liked it. And in the end, the feedback, we we're like, okay, let's let's change it up. Change it because yeah. that neither of us were doing that because we liked it. Now, we were, when you wrote, you're, when you're writing your book and, I, and you're still not quite finished, but when you're writing through it, are you giving that kind of information to your audience? Like set your rules and then review everything so all the trial and error and the things that you've learned through your experience you're giving that shortcut in your book and mm-hmm. how people can get right down to it yeah it's it's pretty much we've taken something that when we were co-workers we would do something called plan do review okay. and then we took that into our play which is we would in the beginning play we on the planning side is she'd say okay let's do naughty schoolgirl, but Halfway through, I want to change the role where the naughty schoolgirl becomes the one in control and changes this. Yeah, it's pretty much we have a guideline of what we both of us expect of the whole sex section that we're going to have. And so there's no confusion like midway and we're going to argument midway. Because when you're in the moment, in the heat of the moment, you can be the heat of anger too. So when you're like, you're fucking with each other and then also I want to do this and the other person's like, no, no, no. And then you're going to be like, hold on, no, stop, cut the sex, we're dying. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then you walk away. And it's like, and it's, it, it's also things like, for example, certain times of the month where she's like, okay, I want to do this, this, and this because I'm having my period. And then, and by knowing that in advance of play, then the other person's expectations are set at a level where they know, okay, the reason that the person is not doing this is because of these expectations. Right, absolutely. And we have our workshop, which is called Triple X for Great Sex. The first X is express, explore, and experience. And it's kind of similar to what you guys have said. And it's a circular motion because then mm-hmm. you express again after you experience and then you explore and you do more and you express explore experience express explore experience in a big circular motion and then no matter what level of your relationship those rules are true no. they hold yeah, true, all right. true. And, right. and I think that's what took us from play 
into the next part of the relationship, which was where we became a couple. We never said anything at work. At work, it's still nobody knows that we're a couple. But oh, that's a role play. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> role play. Nobody sending each other messages and I want to fuck you so hard right now. <laughs> now, as you have gone through this journey and now, you know, um, you have this secretive love affair going on. I mean, you know each other. You're both in love. But what about you know, discussions about threesomes and toys and how do you incorporate that into it? You know, you were talking before about, you know, you think about something that you want to do, she thinks about something she wants to do, but sometimes you don't always say it. Every guy wants to have a threesome and sometimes doesn't want to bring it up to their partner because it's going to be like, she's going to say no way, no way. wait a second, every guy wants to have his cock sucked every day. You got that already. (laughs) Just when I thought I won the cock sucking (laughs) lottery, she's like, you know what? I would love to have a threesome. I love to be sure. I want to be sure. So you've had that discussion yes. about threesome. Think, yeah. yeah. And, and did she bring it up or you brought it up? I think it was like kind of, I think we like, we were like, I showed him a porn of some sort of like threesome porn. And he's like, did you want that? I'm like, fuck yeah. And I wanted to be shared more. I wanted to suck random cock. I like random people. Like I love random suck, like sucking random people's cock. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> did you make that happen? Yes. yes. <laughs> cool. And did you, did you find that third person on one of the dating sites? Did you go to one of the clubs around like you knew? it was like 10 in one day. Yeah, we, went to, we actually went to one of the clubs. Because okay. the one thing when we were writing the book is that we wanted to come up with what are some of the things that she always wanted to do but never did? What are the, some of the things I wanted to do and never did? And one of the things on there is she, she wanted to go to a sex club, and so we went to a sex club. And then and the I, moment I stepped in there, I'm like, I'm sucking 10 cocks today. Oh, boy. So you right, <laughs> right to town. Big goals, big inspiration. No, I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm fucking doing this. I want, and he's like, okay, sure. And then as I remember just going to random people, asking them. And, and now here's, here's when we're talking about on a scale of two, right? After the first guy, he's like, oh my god, I've never had a blowjob that good. I think mm-hmm. I ruined people's lives. Like, and oh. he's just like... In a good way. In a, I'm a life destroyer. <laughs> I don't mind it. I love it. So on that side, we, we incorporate what we learned, which is, I said, okay, let's get some feedback. So that it's not just for me. You're getting it from peop, other people, what the feedback is on your skills. And how did you feel? At first, I was like, I didn't believe it because it was my first time hearing it from everyone else because all my previous partners never told me anything. So I'm living this what if and if I'm actually that good. So I just live off of my life saying I'm okay. And then I had these random people and then I was, and then he would see their face because I can't because I'm sucking cog. And he would describe the face to me and I'd be like, yeah, are you, sh- are you sure you're just saying that to me? And he'd be like, no, they actually when, when a guy When a guy said epic, I was like, when have you heard, ever heard sexual skill right, design epic? Right. So, yeah. And Jacques, how did that make you feel when you saw her sucking someone else's cock? Well, you well, fucked me really hard every time. <laughs> pretty much. Because on that side, for because it's work, play, love, is we separate that as a component of play, where you can have multiple partners. And we always looked at it this way, which is if you have, like if you're a parent and you have children, you love all your children equally. You don't say, oh, I'm only going to love one. And so in play, it's the same thing, is that you can play with multiple people and there's not it's that... It's just like my, my philosophy is why just have one cock when you can have multiple? <laughs> okay, so, so now she's had all those multiple cocks have you had multiple pussies have you fucked other women when you went to the club well this is the one thing on the communication side is that when we had the communication is that we had gone to another city and we talked about you know sharing and basically having multiple partners I remember at the beginning of the relationship I said you know what if you want to have sex with other women go for it because we were at that point we were friends so we was like okay it's just the blowjob diet it's a friends with benefits type thing yeah and at first he seemed he's like are you sure I'm like yeah I'm totally like do whatever you want like there's some things I can't do then you're more than welcome to do and did you share the experience that you had with each other? Well, we had ex- shared, uh, like, on on that side, we we're still doing the friends with benefits and the blowjob diet, okay. but we weren't seeing anyone outside oh, of that. Okay, it was yeah. it was about 30 days. Yeah. And then on that side, we had another discussion where we both said to each other, well, I said to her, I would prefer, I said, I don't mind sharing you with other people. And I said, but I don't really want to be shared with anyone else. And she said, well, that was fine with her. Fine with me because I'm like, you're not being shared. Like, I don't know. So on the communication side is that's one of the things that for our relationship, it was like, okay, now we know sort of a basis of what makes both of us happy. Yeah. So as so. we say as swingers that we're emotionally monogamous, yes. but when it comes to sex, we like the variety. Yeah. So that's kind of what exactly. I'm hearing yeah. from you guys. You only love me and you have to tolerate me too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to the book and let's talk about the benefits 
that people are going to get from the book from your experiences and a book like this it's not really a diet yeah. it's more um, a motivational exercise in communication in being connected so walk us through a couple who is going to read your book and what are some of the things they're going to learn and experience as they go through this blowjob I feel like the first thing couples are going to think are like, this is not real. This is, I'm very skeptical of this. It's not going to work. We can't do this. I don't believe it. But they're also going to get the curiosity. Curiosity kills your virginity, essentially. Mm -hmm. yeah. So people are going to be like, okay, well, maybe we should just try and see if it works. So just test it for a couple of days and then and break down the expectations we have of one another and go from there. And I think one of the important things is that for people is that inspiration is probably the most important thing because Anya has really inspired me. And on the inspired side is, it's inspired me to open up to talk to another person where, for example, in the beginning when we worked together, I would I, I assumed I dressed really well. Okay. Sorry. You can hear from that laugh. <laughs> I thought I dressed really well. Okay. Side note, he did not dress very well. <laughs> and Anya pointed out to me that as one of the things with the blowjob diet is coming to reality of she took me to a place to get clothes. And they measured me. And it was embarrassing because I didn't fit into any of the clothes in the store. I was 100 pounds overweight. Mm -hmm. And on that side... So You're, she coached a lot of areas of your life. Yeah, it, it, on the coaching side and the inspiration and, and saying, okay, now she said, this is a suggestion. Try this type of clothing. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Wait, are we talking about the suit? Or? Yeah. So we went suit shopping. So we, he actually needed the very next day and I'm like, fuck. And it was <laughs> it was for work. And, and at work, I had always dressed myself and I thought I was knocking it out of yeah, the park. Yeah, very tacky, bright colors. Because I wanted. To, he said he wanted to blend in. And I'm like, okay. Blend well, into what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What are you blending into? Like, you're wearing bright colors. And, like, to blend in black and neutral colors, you'll blend in. And yeah. those, ta those tacky colors did not work for him. So we had a conference to go to. And so she went. She helped me pick up. She actually picked up the suit for He was just, like, and sitting. I was like, sit right there. Don't move. Don't touch anything. Give me, like, 10 minutes. And I went with the cell associate. I'm like, I want this, I want burger, I want this, I want that. Each and she on, actually, she treated me to the suit. And it was nice. one of those things where my heart just was, and she's like, I really like you at work, but I think you don't get the respect at work because you're not dressing the part. I changed the clothes that I wore. And then from the next day, I was getting comments where it was like, wow, what happened? And did you, that made you feel a lot better And that made well. me feel better. And right. that made me go, okay, I want to be happy. And on the happy side is when people are commenting and saying, yeah. wow, you look dressed really well. I like your shirt. Meanwhile, I'm thinking. Because, and you're happy because you have a beautiful woman who's <laughs> taking care of yes, you. Yes. Yeah. That, and, and, and I'm relying on her, what she knows in her brain is to be fashionable and what looks good. As opposed to me walking around in a Star Wars t-shirt thinking I'm not going <laughs> out of the park. All right. Hold that thought for a second. We're going to remind everybody that this is a sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and we are definitely deep in discussion <laughs> with jacques and anya um, of the blowjob diet and when we come back we're going to get into um, a couple of other intimate questions and then the results and the results and the next book are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and we are here with Jacques Mioff and Anya Nies. Anya Nies, <laughs> I can't get it right. <laughs> Uh, authors of The Blowjob Diet Inspirational Guide. And we've been talking about some really intimate parts about you guys and your sex and blowjobs and all that. What would happen one day if she said, you ate really well, and she said, I'm not in the mood to give you a blowjob today. Would you continue? I don't think that's ever happened. Uh -huh. that, that's something <laughs> that it's then. actually been on the opposite side where there have been times where I've stopped her and I said, you know what? I don't think today I should have the blowjob and she's like what and I just worked you know straight overnight on a project and I'm like I really need to take a shower and I want to have you know everything happy down there for you because I don't want you to be going down and be going okay yeah, that's sure, it I'm sure she jumped in the shower and gave you the blowjob in the shower pretty pretty much did no, but, but my question was 
is after 160 days of doing this, now that it's a habit of yours, whether you get the blowjob or not, you're gonna continue eating, eating well. well and yeah, it's gotten to the point now where I see it's, it's, it's life-changing. I see how happy she is. For example, we went for my birthday, and the, at my birthday, the people who took us out took us to an all-you-can-eat buffet. buffet. And I was like, I explained to them everything, and they're like, let's see. Let's see if you can stick on it. Yeah, and? <laughs> He did. And okay. I stuck on well. it. He told me, like, he's like, thank you for being there. It was really hard for me. I was looking at all this food that's there, and I could just grab it in my own will. But but I, I realized that if I ate that, it would make it so unhappy for her that she feel that she failed. But it's also yes. not healthy for and you. And it's not healthy right. for me. You, you've yeah. gone through this whole journey, and you know your body doesn't need all that food, let alone all the crappy food. And if you just eat the right portions and good, mm -hmm. we call it the rainbow diet, which is colorful and fresh, yes. you're gonna feel better. And when you feel better, you're happier. And when you're happier, you're hornier and you have great sex. Oh yeah. It's also like the aspect of the 80-20 diet. So you're eating mainly proteins, greens, 80% of the time, and then you treat yourself the odd time to some like a, like a healthy junk food. Right. Like I usually sometimes, I'm weekly used to, I, when, I was, when I had more time, I used to bake them cookies mm -hmm. and I could control how it was made and it was all healthy and natural ingredients. Or if we go about popcorn, he eats popcorn like that's okay. Yeah, it's corn. Yeah, it's corn. It's whole grain, yeah. high And it's from a hot popper, so right. you know there's no anything. Oils it's just straight. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. does get that's treated it. like to something like once in a blue moon. That's because if you like, you have to like. It's a mental thing. You have to satisfy that need of having something yeah. because if you keep saying no to it, you're suppressing this like tension built up. And then once you open that floggy to one little thing, it'll just explode, and then you're back to being where back to where you were. Yeah. So I think it's time for some real advice. If you were to talk to the world about how they could get into this motivational spirit, what would you think they could do, would be maybe the top two things they could do tonight to set up their own motivational project for whatever, whether it's weight loss or a focus or whatever they want to do. What, how do you think they should start? Well, communication's number one. Yeah, communication. I think that's taking and saying, okay, let's schedule half an hour and let's talk about mm -hmm. what makes you happy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Start right? with the happy. And because yes. if, like when we started this, I said to her, blowjobs would make me happy. And she's like, giving blowjobs would make me happy. And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? And but, so, but, but what if the couple sat down and it's, let's sit down and what makes you happy? And she says if you'd clean the toilets more often. How do you turn that discussion into something real that this book is gonna give them that well, life-changing advice? I think on that side is when you have that half-hour discussion and you say, what makes you happy, what makes me happy? And then you say, okay, I know now that cleaning the toilet will make you happy. You know now that giving me a blowjob would make me happy. Yeah. So cleaning the toilet will take me 15 minutes, giving me a blowjob would take you know anywhere from well, it depends on the, the two people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could do a slow blow or come within 30 seconds. Yes. Like, it really depends. Yes. So it's like, okay, let's trade those off. And so that on the trade-off side is, then you know that the both persons' needs are being met. And if you can meet both persons' needs, then basically that relationship, it's like, okay, well, what else can I do to make you happy? Mm -hmm. And that's we're always asking. And are you writing a list of goals? Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's so a couple sits down and the conversation go two ways, right? The wife or the one of the partners says, you know what, I'd really like you to eat better. Mm -hmm. Okay? And the other partner says, Okay, what type of competition can we have? And we talk about the blowjob diet. Or the person sits down and says, you know, I'd really like some motivation to lose some weight and looks at his wife and says well, what can you motivate me by? How does that conversation go between the couples to get them to really believe and buy into this blowjob diet? Because it is for a year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the most important thing is that making a list, and that we outline in this book of the top 10 things that make you happy. And on that top 10 things that make you happy is, for example, with Anya is, it makes her happy that she can go out and buy new clothes and, and, and go shopping and do things. So on the, the clothing side is that now that I understand the importance of that me looking good for her is that I will wear clothes 
that I know is going to make her happy. Yeah. And I'm not making wearing clothes where I go, oh, I think I'm going to wear this because instead of trying to please other people, is you found one person that you can you can please. For sure. In your book, you give those tools on how to make those first lists, how mm -hmm. to set up the goals, so that you're you're going forward with something, and you start with 30 days. Is that your suggestion? Or yeah, on on the 30 day side, because when we originally started with the blowjob diet, we were both kind of skeptical we thought okay this is almost a lark it'll go one or two blowjobs and then we'll be like okay uh, in previous relationships every woman I met had always said oh I love blowjobs but you know either once they got a ring on their finger or something <laughs> it was like they didn't they forgot that yeah. you know? so that's why I was a bit skeptical she was a bit skeptical on the other side too because because uh, he was living in a college dorm where he's surrounded by unhealthy food choices so like there's the odds like there's like subway there which is okay but there's the convenience stores there's like whatever's on campus and usually on campuses they put like the fast junk food right exactly. so it's just like the greasy buildup of food and you're surrounded by that every day and he's used to eating that before and to completely quit it like cold turkey to start eating healthy with just only a blowjob for and, a and couple of days to motivate him but he's walking around the halls and he sees people eating people are giving him all these chips and testing the patients here and it was just like for him that's been i really wasn't there at the time but must be frustrating for him. Well, and it's that's the first part is 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 basically communicate. The second part is putting a plan together, and that's where we what makes her happy is planning out meals. So it's like, okay, these are the these are the times that you're going to eat. Again, using communicate for the calendar, so that I'm not thinking, okay, I'm working eight hours, and then I'm going to be super hungry, and then go out somewhere. But no, it's like working, and then there's a snack with celery, and then there's a snack. Well, there with was also a time where he told me before that he was like, I never, I ate whenever I was hungry. Right. But science really says that every four hours your blood sugar does drop, and when your blood sugar drops, you tend to gravitate towards junky, sugary food to fill that sugary need. Right. So you're gonna go buy a chocolate bar or something. But if you meet, if you kind of track your eating habits and even your water intake, you can kind of maintain that and manage it in a proper way. So you're not eating junky foods or even bringing a meal and saving a little bit of money on the side. Because if you're making the meal yourself, you know what's going into the meal. And by knowing what makes the other person happy, then I can say to her, you know, I think it's sexy when, right? And she says, I know it's sexy when, and then we know those are code words for this makes me happy. You do this now and do it right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I think we're going to start using it. That you, how sexy you are when you do this as a reinforcement. I like that. I like those I words. Like that. All right. Before we get into the Indiegogo campaign and all that, yes. let's talk about your next project. We have uh, two minutes to go. Yes. So, sex every day. 365 days of sex. 365 days of sex. And I love it. have you started that program yet? Are you counting those days you already we, did or are we starting fresh? We are counting some of the days from the blowjob diet because okay. originally the blowjob diet started out just blowjobs and then it morphed into blowjobs and then like sex. Like three hour fuck sessions. <laughs> <laughs> and your goal is to have 365 days of sex mm -hmm. and what is it that you're going to teach your audience after this experiment? Well, what's the motivation to have the 365 days of sex? So, the first first book was about on the blowjob diet was about achieving goals inspiring and the second book is more about now that you've found someone that you're inspired by is how do you build that relationship and so this book is on how can you can use sex to bond build your relationship and to be happy healthy and horny <laughs> so we started the indiegogo campaign on your behalf because you guys are anonymous and yes. if anyone can see Thank you in your in your costumes here they would get it and understand uh, we've got Jacques Mioff and Anyanese, uh, which obviously are not your real names. So we started the, the campaign to support the new book that's coming out. Right. right. We're all about and the village and you know we wish you guys the best of success and we want to be there along the whole journey. Um, how could people find out about the Indiegogo campaign and anything else that uh, you guys have coming out in the near future? Well, the one thing on the inspiring side is that the perks in the Indiegogo campaign are to inspire other people to start. So for example, one of the things is for Valentine's Day is seven days of sex. And so this way they can go and start with something on a smaller basis, even a one day, seven days, 30 days, or go for the whole year. And so on that side, we really want to inspire people because people have said to us, what happened? I had someone come up to me and said, oh my God, you look so great. You look so happy. What happened? And you say, I'm in love. <laughs> You're glowing. It's yeah. true, right? Yes. And you tell me this, and I'm like, because you're like, I just, I merely make the suggestion. It's really up to you to, to make that decision yourself. That if you want to live a healthy, happy, horny year or life, you're gonna 
do what I suggest. And with <laughs> and with Anya, she had always thought that she was going to be just herself and not be in a relationship. And for her, this has really helped because. Oh yeah, because I've never I've had like one serious relationship that was it. I'm more of like a fucking Chuck kind of person. I never <laughs> see you again. I want random person each day, and I very rarely talk to you again. But and then we, we we know each other for so long. We built that friendship first, and I think that's what what's most important because we know like our likes and dislikes and what works and what doesn't work and we understand each other for over the past like 10 years so we have that base to start off and we can build up the base well we are going to be following your story so we will have you back on a radio show in a couple months we'll set another date and see how it's been progressing and how can how can people find the indiegogo campaign and contribute so they can uh, do a search on indiegogo by the blowjob diet or happy healthy and horny Excellent. Love it. Well, you know, that was an amazing show. What a great discussion. I had an erection the whole show here talking about <laughs> blowjobs and fucking and 10 times a day. You know, every week we learn more and more with our uh, fantastic guests. Hope you do too. Great sex matters. Uh, and you deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. So go to our website, the sexylifestyle.com radio show guest page and see all our amazing sex experts. Look them up and contact them if you need some advice. Well, that's it for our show today. A big thank you to our special guests, Jacques Miaf and Anya Nies. I got it right. <laughs> and especially to you for listening. So remember to sign up on the sexy social community, sdc.com, to meet other open-minded people. Use promo code 30314 for one month free. And we have some great events and trips coming up. We do. We're going to get out of this cold and we're going down to Jamaica for our friend Sergeant D's Hedo Suture Week, Hedonism 2, January 20th to 27th. And then we get to go back to Hedo in March where we're going to be with Tom Strips for the Miss No Swimsuit Contest, March 3rd to 10th at Hedo 2 as well. And as we mentioned, we're going to be on the SDC's Erotic Escapade to Crete in Greece, April 28th to May 3rd. And in July, we'll be with SDC again at Cap Dag in France, the Naked City, from July July 2 till 10. All that information is on our website. And of course, as reigning queen and king, we're going to be getting naughty at Naughty in New Orleans, July 25th to 30th, 2018. For more information about these trips or anything else, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for today. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 